Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. My name is Dow Tippett, and I want to help you create, build, and sustain a thriving life with others. So now what? Here we are on the day after the election, and we still don't know, at least at the time of this recording, who won, who lost. Um, We're going to find out soon, but here's the reality. Half the country, give or take, is not going to be happy, and the other half is going to be ecstatic. And, And we don't know who won, but we do know this. Our country is still divided. Our country is divided. And here's the problem. We have come to believe that unity requires uniformity, and it doesn't. Unity comes when we decide to live with trust for each other, even when we don't agree. That we trust the hearts of the of our neighbor. We trust the hearts of the citizens of this country to care more about what's right than what's wrong. And even if they see right differently from me, it's not because they want wrong for me. And yet, today, that seems to be in question. I struggle because yesterday, um, as I was talking with a friend of mine who is on a different side of this of this particular election than me, we both said our problem with the other candidate is we don't trust them. Well, without trust, how can we move forward? In, in fact, with our community and our neighbors, without trust, how do we move forward? So we have to re build trust here in America. If we're going to rebuild our country, we're going to have to figure out how to rebuild trust. Now here at 7 Daily Choices, everything we do is about building trust. It's about creating, building, and sustaining a thriving life. And so the choices we make are choices that build trust in our relationship because without trust, everything falls apart. So how do we do that? How do we rebuild trust in a nation that we don't trust each other? I don't trust people who don't see the world the way I do. Well, first of all, I have to learn that someone's consistency is a sign of their integrity, even if I think they're wrong. (laughs) Now, when someone is inconsistent with facts and truth, that becomes very difficult to follow after. But at the same time, sometimes people are seemingly inconsistent with the facts, and yet the more you know, the more you understand, the more you recognize, well, they're not inconsistent with the facts as they see them. You see, here's the problem. I don't see the world the way you do, and you don't see the world the way I do, and so I can't assume that you are wrong, or especially that you are somehow evil (laughs) if you don't agree with me. If that's the way we feel, then America will not work. America is designed on the idea that we don't have to agree to move forward in unity. That there are ways to disagree well, to disagree in health, and to rebuild unity in spite of those disagreements. You know, we say here that life is a gift and living is a choice, but living is measured in relationships. And in America, the way it was designed by the founding fathers, there is the freedom to live all out for your whole life. 
That, that's the way the founding fathers designed this country, was with giving us the ability to live fully and freely with the pursuit of happiness. But here's the thing. As we walk through um, this this period of time following the election, we got to ask ourselves, how do we rebuild trust with our neighbor, with those who disagree with us on the election? Well, first of all, if you haven't broken trust, that's helpful. So, uh, but we'll talk about that more here in a minute. That's how I was able to have the conversation with my friend yesterday and disagree. And yet he's still my friend today because we chose not to break trust with each other because we disagree politically. So let me give you three steps that we need to take, though, if we're going to rebuild trust with one another. First of all, we got to apologize. If you've been rude or you've been harsh or you've been angry with someone who disagrees with you, you need to apologize. You, you don't need to apologize for your views, but you do need to apologize for the way you have taken your stance that has been harmful and hurtful to others. You need to be very specific that you are apologizing for the way you stood for what you believed. Now, if you haven't been angry and you haven't been hurtful and you haven't been mad and you haven't been mean, then you're okay. And chances are your relationships are okay, even in the midst of disagreement. But I want to encourage you at this time, before you decide too quickly that you're okay, examine yourself closely. Examine your feed, examine your conversations, examine your work and everything you've done and ask yourself, have I been kind to those who disagreed with me. And if you haven't, apologize. We need to learn to live together in unity, even without uniformity. We need not agree in order to live in unity. Then number two, serve. Do stuff for other people. Remember, around here, we encourage you to choose safety, which is to choose generosity and gratitude. And that doesn't change when you win or when you lose. Winners should be gracious winners, kind winners. They should be safe even when they win. Losers should be generous losers, kind losers, recognizing that even when I may lose in, in a particular place, it doesn't mean I've lost in everything. And more importantly, if I lose my relationships with those who matter to me, that's when I really lose. But instead, if I'll serve people who matter to me, even when we disagree, even when we uh, end up on opposite sides, whether I win or lose, if I will serve others first, I will put others ahead of myself, I will be generous and live with gratitude, then we will begin to heal the hurts and the brokenness that have occurred around this election time. We can heal those relationships. Uh, families can come together at Thanksgiving and not rip each other apart. And we can have a holiday season. No matter who wins today, no matter where this lands, we can find ourselves whole again if we will serve one another. And more than that, serve something greater than ourselves. Serve, serve people more important. Uh, uh, serve our communities. Serve generously in our workplaces, serve generously in our churches, serve generously in our homes. And when we serve, then our positions and our 
our disagreements of ideas can continue to be talked about, but they're not going to divide us. They're going to unite us as we serve one another and we put each other first. Then our disagreements begin to unite us. They begin to bring hope and life and healing instead of disagreement. Okay? Instead of further division. Instead of further brokenness. Let's not add to the brokenness anymore. Let's stop the brokenness and let's heal. Let's heal one another. Let's not just try to heal ourselves, but let's try to heal those who are hurting around us. Let, and if you're the one who's hurting, let's ask for help and, and be generous and kind, win or lose. When you do that, it doesn't matter who's president. What matters is that you are living a life that makes a difference in the world for good. Because you choose that. You choose to be a person of safety, generosity, and gratitude, living that way. So we're going to serve one another. We're going we're gonna to apologize for where we've been wrong, and then we're going to start serving each other, whether we agree or disagree, whether we're happy or sad, we're going to serve each other. We're going to decide to do that. And then number three, we're going to move forward together. We're going to move forward together. Listen, th- there are three things that happened yesterday in my conversation with my friend. Number one, there was dignity. I gave him the dignity of a voice, and he gave me the dignity of a voice. We allowed each other to speak and to share our opinions and our thoughts. We didn't have to agree, and we didn't agree. But neither of us had to get angry or mean or childish. We, we acted like grown-ups. There needs to be dignity. There needs to be humility. There needs to be the willingness to admit, maybe I don't see everything you see. Maybe I don't understand everything you understand. Maybe I haven't been where you are. Maybe the world to me and what I'm catching from the world is different from what you're catching. And I don't understand what you understand. In fact, I had a conversation last night that changed my perspective just last night because someone had something new to share with me about one of the candidates. Something I didn't understand that changed my perspective on some of the things I've heard from that candidate. They changed the way I stood. Not... Not to the point that I voted differently because I'd already voted, but to the point that I saw differently, I understood differently, I was willing to hear differently, and that wouldn't have happened if you're not in a humble, teachable place. You can't do that. And finally, we have to pursue unity. We have to pursue something greater than ourselves. When we talk about standing for America, we're talking about standing for all of America. I'm talking about standing for those who I agree with and I don't agree with. I'm talking about standing for those who live where I do and those who don't live where I do. I'm talking about standing for ideals that rise above, that are higher than any individual. At the end of the day, I'll I'll give you my political stance so that you know where I stand. Uh, This may send you away from me. I hope it doesn't. But here's what I believe we should pursue together as a nation. We should pursue life. We should pursue liberty, and we should pursue the, the opportunity to pursue happiness for every individual. You have the opportunity to pursue happiness. Now, we don't guarantee that you're going to get happiness, but you have the opportunity to pursue it. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. I believe in those things, and that's why I, I love this country. It's not because things always go my way or everybody agrees with me. It's because we can disagree on some things because we stand for others. We stand for things that are bigger than ourselves. We stand together for something more important than me. We stand together. And 
not only do we stand together, but we stand in service to one another for something greater than ourselves. This is where heroes come from. This is where American heroes come from. As we look back over the years at those who gave their lives for us to have freedom. And, they, and those who've done that, they've been white and black and Native American, and they've been Asian, and they've been, I mean, everything in between. So many people have given their lives for us to have the ability to, of, and the, the ability to hang on to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's something greater than ourselves. And when we pursue something greater than ourselves, there's the ability to have unity without uniformity. We don't have to all think the same and be the same. So now what? The election's over. I don't know if you won, if your side won or your side lost. And honestly, I don't care. Because in this election process, as I said on Facebook the other day, I believe the American people lost because so much was just mean and vicious and brutal in the midst of this time. This year has just ripped at the fabric of who we are. And we got to mend it. So how do we do that? How do we mend it? Well, apologize for your part in it. Then serve others. And finally, move forward together. Move forward don't stay where we are. Let's move forward. Let's, let's move into the future. Let's, let's keep going together and figuring out how we can move together, even if everything else seems to be apart. This, this is how people in companies can work together well. This is how your organization can work together well. Listen, when there's a disruption in your organization, you need to apologize for your part in it. You need to begin serving each other. And you need to move forward to a goal that's greater than just the individuals. Something bigger than yourselves. This is how families heal when there's brokenness. Apologize for your part in it. Serve one another. And move forward to something greater than yourselves. Let's move forward together to something greater than ourselves. That's what we do now. That's what we do to heal our country. That's what we do to heal our businesses. That's what we do to heal our homes. When things are broken, these are the steps. These are the choices we have to make. If we're going to become the people that we are meant to be and make the difference we want to make, if we're going to be empowered to optimize our leadership potential, We've got to be working in unity. But that doesn't mean uniformity. And so we've got to learn how to handle it when things break down. And when there's brokenness in our group, in our tribe, in our company, in our team, in our home, this is how we heal. This is how we heal together. So that we can stand stronger tomorrow than we were today. Listen, thanks for listening. Um, as always, if you liked to, what you heard, could you share this with somebody else? Could you share um, and, and rate and review us? That really does help the message get out to more people that we are trying to build and empower leaders to optimize their leadership potential by transforming their relationships. 
Finally, if you're looking for a speaker or a coach, you can get a hold of me at support at sevendaylychoices.com, and I'll get back with you, and uh, we'll figure out how I can best serve you. And if it's not me, um, I will try and point you in the direction of someone who can serve you. Finally, remember this. Life is a gift. Living is a choice. And living is measured in relationships. So choose relationships today.